0: what's up guys your boy chingo here before we get into the episode quick reminder we would really appreciate your support at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales you guys are the reason we still have freedom of speech i took a big risk stepping out of the mold going against the grain and talking about this perspective on all the issues that affect our lives so if you dig that red pill tamal, sign up join the community and get access to multiple shows premium content we got episodes dropping out the wazoo all right that's it enjoy the show ladies and gentlemen rpt season number eight episode of hundo it is wednesday october 27th year of our lord 2021 i am chingo bling your hostess no your host with the most hostess, we, yeah, whoa, no. Whoa. hostess yeah no that, those are cupcakes man fuck all that man we gangster around here a lot of people said it wouldn't be possible for us to make it the episode of hundo season numero ocho but we are here man we got producer rob in the building what's up everybody i'm feeling fantastic man i was watching old clips of the podcast mm. you know you know just young chingo it was like episode 18 yeah back in the beginning where you couldn't even see rob half the time <laughs> it's true for like the first we just had the, the cam right here in my grill but it's funny, man. Listening, it's like those episodes are gonna be gold. It's gonna be classic. Like a couple of years from now, people are gonna go back and listen and be like, "Man, I ain't know what he was talking about at the time, bro." But shit, man, shit fucked up now. Newsom done banned uh, small uh, small gas small equipment, engines, yeah,
1: small lawn equipment. That's gonna hurt the rasa. Of- Can you imagine, bro? Like, well, I don't know all the differences
0: between like a plug-in lawnmower versus you know what I mean, the battery operated. Yeah, but. It, right, We're going to talk about it, but it's like right here in our country, it's like you can go to another state and it's like, damn, y'all live totally different. And of course, they're 100%. probably going to, they might feel inclined to be like, well, it's better here. It's for the environment. As you can see, we're doing our part. You know, I can't believe you guys still drill oil at the ground and stuff like that.
1: But uh, very excited, man. Um, we, so we uh, we try to stay on topic, right? But yeah. a part of the, the, I think the allure of this podcast is that we don't stay on topic a lot of the times. <laughs> we have show notes for a reason. It doesn't mean we're always going to get to them and uh i think people appreciate that yeah i'm about to announce my tour dates and all
0: that but um if you want we can do the intro all over again no not at all
1: <laughs> i like that's what i'm saying i want to say it because i like the way we do the intro because there's a lot of things to get to they're not even on that sheet like your fucking five hour instagram live you did yesterday but keep going go ahead five hours oh was it that long no, i was like two hours though oh my god yeah we ran errands and shit but i say that to say this check this out
0: before we get into all the announcements and the housekeeping and and, and what we're going to talk about today, I just want to say thank you, guys, man. It's episode one hundred. Thank you, Rob, mm-hmm. for setting up this this vehicle and having the whole system of look, man. It's almost like he. It's almost like Rob knew, like, hey, man, you probably need some therapy right now. You need to talk to somebody. Yeah. Let's get you on this microphone and you could talk because I'm telling you, I was looking at clips from episode eighteen, and like i be wanting to post this shit, but it's like I'm already shadow banned. Am I gonna make it worse? <laughs> Is anybody even gonna see it?
1: Before we even kicked off the podcast, it was, a day, it was like the week after or the day after Thanksgiving or something. And we ended up talking like 45 minutes on the phone about this idea after not having talked for a couple of months. So I, I knew I was like, initially I was like, I don't know. And then we chatted and I'm like, oh, he's definitely interested. So it was good. Well, yeah,
0: man. Um, I've, I've been sold. I mean, we we were doing a podcast for a while before we even went to um, create this RPT Red Pill Tamales. But I just want to say thank you guys, man. Um, I also watched Steven Crowder's mission statement video last night and you know these are interesting times you know i I feel that these are important discussions obviously thousands and thousands of people that tune in every week across all platforms also are concerned with the amount of spending going on with the country man like what's up with this inflation like should i hold cash or should i store it up in the form of real estate or something else and you know we're gonna have chris irons on the show we're gonna Mm -hmm. talk economics i mean politics aside i mean the dollar You know, what I mean, look at the peso like, you know, a lot of y'all have parents and stuff from Mexico grandparents like we want a strong economy, a strong dollar. Uh, We don't want no corruption. We don't want a shitty country. Don't let them turn America, the beautiful, the great into a third world country. A lot of the parents are concerned what's going on at the school boards you know, what's in the curriculum, what's all this critical race theory stuff, people concerned about mandates, like, is jab a job, can I even say that word on social media in 2021, Uh, but here we are, and thank you guys for just being on the journey, man, being a part of the Tamil Intelligence Agency, Uh, we don't, as y'all know, we don't have a whole bunch of sponsors, we don't be on here like, "Uh, yeah, man, shout out to Wooty Woo and, you know, such and such, I mean, we could, we could beat you over the head with a whole bunch of commercials and stuff like that, but... This is all TIA funded. We appreciate you guys. We're shadow banned like a mug. So thanks to everybody. signed up to the newsletter. Everyone that tunes in. All the patrons. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. And this is a seedling. It's only episode 100.
1: Yeah. And right. Shout out to, we had a new one as you're talking come in. Luciano, sign up for a whole year on Patreon up front. Thank the you, whole, Luciano.
0: For sure. I, I know it sounds like a telethon and all that, but you know, it's like we're having to work around censors. Censorship and, and and big tech and you know, cancel culture and all this stuff. You know, people want to categorize anybody that says, Hey man, we got a big ass caravan coming you know what I'm saying? Or hey man, is this dude from the NBA allowed to speak out against China? Like do they have that much power in our culture and society? But I am a stand-up comedian. I am very blessed to, to have this podcast. Uh, we want to meet you guys in person. Uh, you know, meet members of the theater. That's one of the best things about being on tour. My next stop is Irvine, California. I'll be at the Irvine Improv, November 3rd. Bring it back home, Houston, Texas. I know Canelo will be fighting, but that's okay. You know Canelo. He, he, who he fight, man? A little dude from Nashville, you know. He got some hands or whatever, but you already saw how Canelo slapped him up in the damn press conference. So I'll be at the Houston Improv, November 5th through the 7th, Las Vegas, Nevada, finally happening, November 11th at Wise Guys Comedy Club. And then Salt Lake City, Wise Guys Comedy Club as well, November 18th. So today, uh, I just want to say, man, shout out to everybody on the Discord. That shit is fun. Yeah. I've I've been hearing about Discord. I just never really got on there.
1: But now that we have it for the uh, for the RPT, yes, it's like oh this shit's jumping, dude. Yeah, I'm glad you're in there. Chingo downloaded it. We got him set up. It's it's RPT, but we're probably gonna change the name to the the King. And uh, yeah, man, I you gotta like you get the notifications, and if you're in there, you you know this, and if you're familiar with it, you know this. But it's fun to check it every like couple of hours or a couple times a day because you don't know who's gonna say what or what they're talking about, and they're having conversations among themselves a lot of the times, and you're just kind of like jumping in with them. It's fun. Yeah, I totally
0: dig it. So. you get access to our, our private chat room on the Discord when you become a Thea member on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. And of course, the newsletter is coming in hot, Chingobling.com. Stay in the loop with us. Check your junk mail folder. Don't let Google interfere with your Gmail and send us to spam. But we, make, we promise to make it worth your time and bring you some value. Um, that's it for announcements, man. On today's show, right now as we speak, we have the caravan of all caravans building up. I heard there's people from like over 100 countries, bro. Really? They, you saw the video. We're going to talk about it. They busted through the, the southern border. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called like Tapachula, Mexico. I forget the name of the. Maybe it was from Telocico, Mexico. I don't know. Anyway, uh, athletes are continuing to push back. Very, very interested in that. Shout out to the Boston Celtics. Big Tech, what are we going to do with you, Big Tech? Mm. Mr. Zuckerberg, what are we going to do with you and your little metaverse? Yep. Um, please give us a review on iTunes right now as we speak. Just pull it up. Give them the thumbs up, the five stars. Leave a little comment. If you understand, you dig it, and you kind of peep what we're trying to do. And that's it, man. Um, what is Joseph Raheem Breezy going to do with this big-ass caravan that's coming right now?
1: I didn't see many videos. I saw, like, one short video, but this one's from uh, everyone's favorite Newsmax. I try to pull up, like, middle-to-left publications, but sometimes you just got to pull up an old Newsmax, or sometimes you got to go, all right. Signs yeah. Stopping. This, JK.
2: thousands <laughs> of migrants recently broke out of the Mexican city mm-hmm. of Tapachula in... Tapachula, Tapachula.
1: Damn, you were right. come on. Joining us now
2: to discuss, Chad Wolf, former Acting DHS Secretary and Heritage Foundation Visiting Fellow. Uh, Chad... As I understand it, these folks are trying to beat the deadline for uh, the Remain in Mexico policy to be re-implemented that existed under President Trump. How much information does a current DHS secretary have on uh, this kind of uh, gathering, uh, even though they may disperse later? What kind of information can you know and what can you do about it when you see it? Well, I would say that the secretary is certainly getting real-time information and intelligence about the group and the caravan uh, as it moves forward. The question is, depending on if they were biometrically checked in in, in Guatemala, for instance, or in Honduras, or even in Mexico, then you can start doing background checks and you can start to understand who is making up the flow of this caravan. Is it just families? Are, are there bad actors involved in that caravan as well? So that's really what if you're at the department today and you're looking at this caravan, you want to know who's making up the, the composition of the caravan and what are any public safety or national security threats that you're your aging.
1: That's crazy. All right. It, it, first of all, I mean, that's from yesterday morning, so I don't know how far along past the Mexico border this caravan is. Um, I thought it was like anywhere between seven and 10,000 is what I, what I remember reading last. It looked like a shit ton more than that after seeing a few of these videos. And it's not going to be the last one. No. And they know that, um, okay, what's, what's this?
3: Uh, because Mexico didn't take care of us. Mexico didn't take care of you? Yes. And you felt like you were in, yeah, in prison. You yeah, were yeah, stuck in, there. Yeah, I'm stuck. I'm in prison. Uh, okay, so you think it'll be different in the U.S.? Yes, must, surely it must be different. Surely it must be different. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so so, so pause real quick. Um, yeah, there's a lot of videos uh, keeping an eye on this, and they interviewed some of the migrants, and some of the people said, uh, I, think, I think Tucker Carlson put together the segment, but uh, one of the migrants was like, you know, why are you, why are you coming now? He said, because of Biden. Now's the time. Now's the time. Now's the window of opportunity. Window of opportunity. Now's the time. And it's just, remember, y'all, people on the left and Democrats, you always got to factor in human motivation. Mm-hmm. You can't just think like, man. We just gonna, you know, say surge the border. You know, it's all about optics with this administration. They want to like move the people. They'll hide the people. A little shell game. When the kids were piling up in the in them centers, they like, okay, move these motherfuckers around. Send them to military bases. I don't know what the hell they did right through these uh, non-government, like NGO, whatever third party people picking up kids and shit they checking out kids like library books no kind of background checks undoing all of that you know because trump was really going after human trafficking i know we're not supposed to say his name and all that. A la verga. is that a drone bro bro is that a plane falling out that of the It sounds sky? like a tiny cessna who knows y'all uh it might be going down right now right um <laughs> a motherfucking WW3 Come in this bitch. On, Come on, Brandon. How you Protect us, Brandon. Please, Brandon, we scared. But my main point is this. We warned y'all. We told y'all. When Biden gets in, do you not think that he's going to have a mess at the border? I, I could have swore. We literally said, you think he's going to fix this whole kids in cages problem? You think he's going to just stop like you think he's going to be tough and be like yeah you know what psych build the wall because we need like he used to 08 Biden when he'd be like
1: nah, we we can't have When a he drove through of- the border you mean? When he visited the border last by driving through in 2008. <laughs> that is so lame, bro. It's so stupid. But let me tell you this. Let me let me put this towards you and, and see what you think. Um, uh, Scott Adams is popular for saying this is that you can't you can't meet somebody who disagrees with your perspective or point of view with your facts because you're immediately disregarding their facts and you're contradicting them and that's not how to get somebody on your side mm-hmm. going back to persuasion right mm-hmm. with that known i think we all know that like if you if you're talking to a family member a friend a relative a coworker, whoever and you disagree with them you tell them like hold up you got that wrong it's actually abc they think it's xyz mm-hmm. but that doesn't work because they're immediately gonna become combative and be like well, why are you saying what i think well, how do you actually approach those kind of people quick reminder if you haven't yet Join us now. Go to
0: patreon.com forward slash red It's the only way to keep the show growing and to keep it going. You know we bought that freedom of speech. So we hope you like all the content. And that's all I gotta say. When you get a chance, hit up patreon.com forward slash red All right, back to the show. I really don't talk to people about this shit.
1: I really don't. Like, I know you I, we, don't, but yeah. we're kind of doing that with the podcast though.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. So so hypothetically, right? Hypothetically. Yeah. Um basically my my stance and my argument. I guess, first and foremost, do they believe in open borders, this person? You know, I don't know if they're just saying, I don't know what the disagreement is. If it's like, well, Biden is fixing it. You know, Trump messed it up. You know, I don't know what this hypothetical situation is. But in general, you know, what I'm trying to communicate to people is that if you were duped into being a voter for Biden, because, you know, it's not your fault. You probably weren't paying attention. I mean... You literally were under a psychological, like a psyop. Like, they created false narratives. It, they used a lot of propaganda. I mean, the media, as y'all can see, I'm sure a lot of y'all listening know that the media is super biased. They call it, you know, like the Rogan thing with the horse goo. It's just hoax after hoax after hoax. So my, our prediction, if I'm not mistaken, is, is I'm, I'm pretty sure we talked about it, where it's like everybody that got duped into voting for Biden, either a He's going to have to re-implement some of Trump shit. and He's going to have to be somewhat tough and look like he's contradicting some of his campaign promises, right? Like, oh, now nah, this motherfucker want to build a wall, right? We haven't really seen that. He's kind of been Mr. Open Borders. Like, they'll try to force him. Like, hey, hey, man, we got to put this Remain in Mexico shit back on. He'll be like, all right, we'll get to it. And it's like, no, motherfucker, like, you need to re-implement this shit. And now you got these big old caravans coming, What are you going to do, Joe? You already have all these crises. Arguably, there's a lot of factors when it comes to, you know, cost of goods and scarcity and shortages and supply chain issues. I mean, obviously, that's been an issue for a long time. You know, we didn't get here overnight where we offshored all our fucking jobs and manufacturing. However, it was a dude with orange hair. Orange man, Hitler, they call him. He was actually trying to hire American, buy American, bring the shit back, a.k.a. Let's get ahead of this supply chain issue. But Biden has so many crises right now. They're actually making fun of him on SNL. I can't wait to pull that up.
1: Did you see that, uh, the, the meme that we posted on the What Did You <coughs> Said page? Uh, the lady on Twitter that was like, zero days since. Susan, right? Yes, yeah, it was Joe Biden's report card. The thread on that Twitter post was unbelievable. How many people were just like, yes, absolutely. And they were like, they were... Writing other things that were like kind of like not really things, but just something to add to it, like zero days since you know whatever playing golf all day, yeah, whatever, yeah, the whole fucking thing. That's how a lot of people do look at this president. I think because they cherry pick, and it's something called
0: cognitive bias. Yeah, if you already put a um a money bet on this horse, you already put money on that horse. You already like made a choice and a decision. So it's called cognitive bias, where you're more likely to start seeing good attributes in that horse you already placed a bet on. Mm. So all of a sudden you're going to cherry pick information and be like, yeah, I do like this meme and I agree that this person said zero days quid pro quo on a phone with Ukraine or whatever. Zero days mean tweets. Zero days uh, grabbing them by the pussy. And all these things where they're meant to go viral, they're meant to people who are already biased to just be like, fuck yeah, retweet. So like sometimes my 13-year-old back when I was on TikTok she would send me like TikToks like hey dad look at this look at what they're saying and it'd be like little arguments like this is why Biden is better mm. and half the list I got to tell her Miha this didn't happen he never said drink bleach you know what I mean yeah. covid wasn't his fault he was dealing everybody had cases cuz they automatically what they would try to do is be like 600,000 Americans died on his watch well guess what now we got Brandon in and CNN lost the ticker of the case count. Now they cherry
1: picking the data. They line with statistics. They're not even saying anything about Fauci's, you know, revealing or NIH revealing that they did, you know, fun gain of function. Boy, what did he do to them beagles, Rob? That's pretty crazy. I didn't put either of those two on the list for today. I was going to say that for the premium episode. The beagles, Rob. I'm not a dog person, but that's pretty fucked up. Beagle lives matter. Not to them. But in all fairness, we experiment with a lot of crazy ant- like well, a lot of crazy things on animals in order to make them human approved. So I don't know how deep that story went. So supposedly they were testing a medicine that was going to It was an infectious ha- disease medicine, I think. To correct. Help, parasite medicine. To
0: help combat, okay, give my vermectin to help them <laughs> to help them combat the I guess these little sand flies. Yeah, they were infected sand flies, correct. And in the process you got to torture a couple beagles.
1: So you know, a couple beagles got to get their face off eight you know how you know they're they, alive, you know what they start with before they even start feeding them into their faces? They tear out their vocal cords. They, they cut their vocal cords, so they can't motherfucking bark or whimper and
0: whimper or ask for
1: help. That's the world we live in. <gasps> roo! Roo! <laughs> Imagine it's Scooby Doo. You uh, know, roo roo. people love to anthropomorphize <laughs> animals, right? Make them human-like. Imagine yeah, it's fucking yeah. Scooby
0: Doo. Personify. Look. I got this bit I've been doing, right, where I talk about, you know, guns and, you know, Second Amendment and this and that, and there's a part, I'll give it away to y'all, it's it's a stupid tag, but basically there's a part where I'm like, man, we even, like, like, we left, we left 84 (laughs) billion. We was like, man, we left tanks, Humvees, uh, uh, helicopters, you know, night vision goggles, bulletproof vests, knives, German shepherds. We even left the German shepherds, and it's like, those are German shepherds. (laughs) Now they gotta learn uh uh, te- uh what is it or, or do? But I sometimes that's the actual language they speak, but I was like, now they gotta learn Afghan now they Afghani shepherds. Yeah. You know, they gotta learn whole new things. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, and Jingo's not George Carlin over here. Like that the whole set's not about that. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. little stuff that you've put in there is totally out of like left field from from just previous sets where it was obviously never close to any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, man, because you know, not to get to Chingo Chats with it, which is our other show. Check it out; it's non-polar. Should have said it at the beginning: brand new feed, brand Go new feed. Search Chingo Chats and Spotify on iTunes. You can find it. It's its own show. Episode forty is a free episode. We're gonna have a public episode of Chingo Chats the way we do RPT, and it's gonna be up every Thursday. I put this one up on Tuesday. But I figured we're going to do it on Thursdays and uh, go listen to it. Enjoy. It was a great episode. It was about your Barndominium obsession coming back from San Antonio. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah, we talk about random shit, man. We did one whole episode talking about El Alfa
0: and, you know, random stuff. But anyway, what the fuck were we just talking about right now? Uh, Oh, comedy, comedy, real quick, because I mentioned the the Taliban shepherds. and Don't forget Fauci. We on your ass. Peter's on your ass. We're going to get back to you in a hot minute, Mr. Fauci. We ain't calling you doctor. Cause you a, you was Tony, stony. you you sound like a sociopath. You sound pretty sadistic, but we are gonna get back to you in a minute. And God bless these beagles because they might be the reason that Americans start to pay attention to what the hell's going on at the NIH and all this other stuff with your tax dollars. So when it comes to comedy. You want to keep it fresh and topical. You don't want your material getting stale. You you want to stay limber and, and open. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to become robo-comic with a memorized script that just gets so dusty. Like when I came in the game, I'll say this. When I came in the game, I, I just knew that you have to be constantly editing and polishing and trying and cutting stuff out and starting over. I had that approach, so a lot of other comics that were a little bit more stiff with it, they're like, this is the five minutes that work mm-hmm. for me. It kills. It took me a long time. And you're like, why don't you improvise a little bit and maybe talk about what happened on the way up here. We'll do one. But anyway, come check out our show, Freedom of Speech Tour. Um, back to Dr. Fouch. Bro, I mean... I was waiting to see if Peter was gonna say something and they did. They ha- have they? Yeah. Okay, I did. Yeah. They pinned that comment, they tweet and everything. They must have had a quick meeting like, hey man, uh, do we owe them any favors? Did he give us any money? No, last time I checked, this motherfucker quit paying us money. Peter, you, you gotta think, you gotta think they've been paying Peter, allegedly. Let's hypothetically, right? Yeah. This is a big charge. But if you're doing crazy animal experiments, wouldn't you find a way to grant some science money or launder? Like, put some money in the hands of PETA so they don't come knocking at your door like, and look who else has been abusing
1: animals, huh? The National Institute of Health. So, oh, this was the article I saw. It was a, it was a Vanity Fair article. In major shift, NIH admits funding risky virus in Wuhan. Uh, did you see this one by chance? This is the picture that's like going around. Um, they throwing him under the bus, bro. They they're starting to right. It's like he's going to be the fall guy. But we said this about the emails because we started seeing him less and less on TV, and then like three or four weeks went by, maybe not even that. And the news cycle so damn fast that he's back in the news, back we, on every show. Yeah, wait till they wait till they really get to talk about these beagles, because right here they're just talking about
0: how he contradicted himself, not in, just contradicting in front live. of Congress. Yeah. yeah. So they so they, it's a very interesting play. Some people would speculate that it was going to be Peter Daszak that caused some heat. Mm-hmm. Even if it got to be three fall guys, the real people behind the scenes—I don't want to sound like conspiracy, but you know some of the other players yeah. may get away scot-free because you don't really know their
1: names. And then I saw so Eco Health Alliance in a statement. Uh, That's Peter Daszak's company, right? So I think Eco Health Alliance posted a video on Twitter that was a—it was like a. It was like a scre- it was like a quick sque- screen grab of information that they had submitted, I guess maybe to the NIH or somehow to the government back in 2018, alluding to or or you know letting people know that they knew essentially since way before the pandemic of what was going on. So this entire time, like 15 days to fl- fucking flatten the curve or whatever it was. They knew already then what was going on. Meaning they already knew it was a coronavirus that came from the, yep. from the lab. They knew what kind of testing was going on there. They knew exactly. What kind of, they knew where the funding was going to. This whole fucking thing, and, and, this, is, and this is really going to get a little conspiratorial. You could have just said this. You could have just said this at the beginning of it and been pretty spot on with what was true. And, but you would obviously have been looked at as a conspiracy theorist. And we were. We were like six, seven, eight months into the whole fucking pandemic. But it's not that crazy to be like, where did it come from? Who was work, who's in on it? What are their pasts like? What are gonna, But no, like it was completely ignored by everybody and all, all major officials almost. So yeah, it sounds like a cover-up. Super cover-up. I highly recommend,
0: uh, I, I, I believe her name is Sherry Markson. I believe that's her name. Mm. She's a Sky News Australia j- journalist. She has, what you could do is you can get on YouTube, right? Um, and then pull up what really happened in wuhan it's the title of her book it's out right now i believe and i want to get that motherfucker i want to get uh dr peter navarro's book as well but because uh, he was in the situation room he was in the white house and he he calls out fauci but anyway sherry markson you can watch the documentary version. We're almost done with it. It's on YouTube. What really happened to Wuhan? She has Trump on there. She's like, you early, with Australian accent, mm-hmm. early on, you were one of the people who questioned the, the lab theory. You know, he's like, yes, yeah, there were body bags. There were many bodies. You know, it was, it was very obvious. So if Fauci had raised his hand and said, hey, boss, is this a coronavirus? Yes, it is. Um, did it come from, was it like in the Wuhan area? Yes, we're hearing many reports. Now they're starting to report some cases and they're looking into testing and what to do. Um, Was it maybe a coronavirus maybe that was being used, studied on bats and shit and in the Wuhan Institute of Virology? Actually, yes, that's what we suspect. Yeah, because we we knew exactly what they were fucking studying because we the ones that paid
1: for it. All he had to do was raise his hand. We would have had a different strategy, bro. But we, that... Lives could have been saved. Yeah, lives lives is the way they look at it. It's not in their best interest to be that transparent. Like, how many bags am I going to lose? How many people that have been backing me for decades? Decades are going to lose bags as well if we don't go the route of therapeutics and vaccines and mandates and this whole fucking tyrannical situation that we're in right now. Yeah, because the system
0: is set up to where, like you just described, is a scientist incentivized to, like, blow a whistle? Well, some tried. Some of the people from china they do one doctor i think she was like one of the first first cases um they disappeared her off the internet and then one journalist they like scrubbed her her entire fucking existence off the internet and then one independent journalist in china he was calling it out he was like it's a cover-up they not telling y'all what's really going on he was trying to get the word out what happened to him disappeared really yes the people's republic uh, disappear your motherfucking ass disappeared bro like Reynosa Tamaulipa style you seen them videos from Matamoros yeah dude um yeah my mom just went to Vita recently and it's like uh you, you ain't heard what's going on they probably fighting over who's gonna control the plaza
1: cause these caravans coming so who's gonna get their cut that's too much money right there but anyway um so what really happened in Wuhan is the book okay it was oh just published in wait originally published in 2013 mm yeah, I don't know about that. I think it's
0: a brand new book. Sherry Markson. Yeah. Bro, early, I think it was um early 2019, there was this international military games in Wuhan where athletes and soldiers from different countries, almost like a military Olympics, right? You had people from all over the world in Wuhan early 2019, and some speculate that that's when the bug first started getting distributed worldwide. Right. And did you know this, Rob, if y'all watch the documentary, it's very interesting. It also states that um, the Wuhan Institute of Virology was put together and funded in like, I guess, co-collaboration with um, I think it was the French government or something like that. Right. Well, as soon as as soon as the Chinese military kind of said this is very interesting what's going on over here and they just kind of said you know what we we want to be a part of this the french people got ousted out like it was one of those where like um they were no longer welcome they never they just didn't have access no more and it's like hey we we you know we helped y'all build this like i thought we were in cahoots and it's like no our military really likes the possibilities here You So you can't be here. And then how they disappeared, the whole database, bro. The entire what they were studying, like around the time that they knew that they had to start cleaning up their tracks, they just disappeared, the whole fucking coronavirus database thing. Hmm. And I know we're on Big Tech's platform, and I know their artificial intelligence is breaking down, listening to every word I'm saying. So
1: good luck, y'all seeing this. Uh, Originally named the Hygiene Laboratory, the NIH was founded by Joseph Kinyon of the Marine Hospital Service, MHS, in 1887. From humble beginnings, this one-room laboratory relocated to Washington, D.C. in 1891. Damn, it's been around for a long time. Uh, And then a new building was constructed in 1901. The NIH's founding legislation was... uh, It doesn't say anything about France. The Wuhan Institute of Virology? No, this was... uh, national institute of health no
0: i'm talking about i'm talking about the wuhan or the who sorry you said the who no my bad i meant the wuhan institute of virology oh that laboratory was co-established with the along with the french but once they realized that they were getting pushed away and didn't have no transparency was due to the chinese military really being interested in the possibilities of what you could do gotcha gotcha what you can do with those little bugs when you start to mess around with gain of function and you're using american tax dollars the whole time meanwhile you hop on the propaganda machine and you just you know oh well you know five masks three masks two masks 15 days this that you know uh jab your kids you know five years and up and you know fuck them other treatments
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, it was founded in 1956 as a Wuhan microbiology laboratory under the Chinese Academy of Sciences. Okay, okay. But then the military got involved. and yes.
0: It's basically a military lab. And for all intensive purposes, for all practical purposes, it's a military lab. I highly recommend it. Sherry Markson, What Really Happened in Wuhan. You can even watch the video on YouTube. And she has a book um i definitely want to get it i know i'm gonna end up on the list and shit (laughs) i also want to get um unrestricted warfare but that one definitely will put you on the list because i called barnes and noble and half price books and they're like um yeah you got to come in and request it and then it's basically a print on demand Mm, right right right. type of thing and i'm like all right let me call you back
1: there's like a saga
0: of that book like
1: we've been talking about this for months yeah she goes on
0: the list we know it i'm pretty fucking sure um yeah i went and bought my biden mask yesterday at the halloween spirit store for what for halloween i'm going be biden <laughs> i'm
1: gonna be brandon did it say brandon on the box you mentioned this uh snl thing i didn't see it did you see it um i yeah i saw
0: one of the jokes i didn't see all the jokes but one of the jokes i i, I hope somebody can go oh, ghost of biden code open we should watch this You can hope somebody what? Um, Somebody chops up the the compilation of like, here are all the parts where they talked about Biden.
1: Okay. Yeah, you're right. Because it's kind of long. We'll go through some of it. Um, By the way, guys, we are on YouTube. When we play stuff like this, if it's not on Patreon, it immediately gets demonetized. Oh, fuck. So, patreon.com forward slash redpiltamales. But let's see what this is about.
2: Send in my press secretary, Jen Psaki. (laughs) (laughs) She's
1: way too good looking to be Jen Psaki.
3: Wanted to see me, sir?
2: Jen, I gotta tell you, your dynamite in those press briefings with your quips your and your one-liners. What do you call those little zingers?
3: Uh, facts. Though I uh, believe um, the internet calls them socky bombs. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, love that. Lay some of those facts on me.
3: OK, um, your CNN town hall was watched by no one. And your <laughs> approval rating is in the dumpster. Ooh.
2: I stole Sockey bomb. <laughs> But hey, things are gonna turn around, right?
3: I'm, um, bad at lying, so I'm... Bad at lying. Gonna leave.
2: I don't understand. People used to like me. The press would call me Uncle Joe. I miss the old me. Where the hell did that guy go?
1: Wasn't Jason Davis? Yeah,
2: I
0: like him. Yeah, no, I, I like him too. Yeah, he he needs to go in on Biden for real. He's got the teeth and the smile down.
2: <laughs> Trick or treat, smell my feet, and no, I'm just joking. And how the hell are you, buddy? Hey, wait a second, who are you? Who am I? What do you mean? Who I'm? You. I'm you from eight years ago, man.
1: Eight years ago. The ghost
2: of Biden passed. Boom!
1: I've got energy. I'm How not sleepy.
2: You? you seem so happy. So yeah. carefree. So, so uh, what's the word I'm looking oh, for? Wait. Lucid. Lucid. Yeah, partner. Well, you know where I'm from. We're still vp you know, easiest gig in the world. We're like America's wacky neighbor, you know? Just pop in with an ice cream cone, some aviator shade, do some finger guns, you know? Shake a few hands, rub a few shoulders. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, you can't do that anymore. What, which one? Rubbing shoulders or shaking hands? Purely both. Oh, come on, man. Loosen up, buddy. Come on, come on. What happened to us? How huh? we used to be fine, right? Here, oh, yeah, let me get a win.
0: Oh. My God. Okay, man.
1: Let's not get all the way demonetized. Yeah. All right. That's, I mean, it's half Bro. of it. It's more than I thought they would have gone in on. Bro, I can't remember whose take this was,
0: but I'm going to take it. Okay. Ready? It's yours now. It's my take now, homie. What's up, big dog? Check it out. Team Kamala is working behind the scenes.
1: I did hear that. That's why she's so damn quiet. I No, dude, I believe it. After seeing this, I totally believe it. Because she called Jason Sudeikis
0: and said, "Hey, Jason." No, he didn't. Nah, nah. He's just an actor, bro. You got bigger. She called Lauren Michaels, or even the fucking network. Mm. Or, I mean, I mean, it does sound like a stretch when you put it that way. Where it's like you're telling me that a VP can manipulate culture, but it's not just a VP. It's the establishment. It's is it George Soros and Obama and these Clintons and the Bushes that are like, "All right, is he out? Are we gonna turn on him yet? Are we putting her in?" Let me know so we can run this propaganda. Do y'all want? Do y'all want to sell the idea to the American public that maybe it's time we have the first black female president and have this hope and change, uh, and finally they can solve racism? Right? Um, I don't think it's too far fetched because either a, Lauren Michaels and SNL all of a sudden want to be non biased and fucking, you know, I don't know what what, what would the word be like actually credible fair yeah credible are they trying to like
1: you know yeah fair talk about both sides i just think it's a spicy take and i like it i like it too here's another spicy take um i don't know who said this either but somebody what they were talking about who what was the reason that comedy and comedians and politics came to blend and and be so i don't know such a pivotal part of like the whole conversation and they were blaming it on john stewart I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of Jon Stewart. He's, he's obviously like a little bit before my time when he was really at the top of his game. Um, do you agree with that? Do you think that he was a guy that really pushed politics into late night and comedy? And yeah, I
0: th- I didn't really think about that until you said it, and um, I think it checks out because obviously you had Carlin doing it for decades, the seventies and eighties and stuff like that. Um, you know, Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby, they didn't really get political per se. Uh, so, yeah, I think it kind of makes sense that John Stewart was someone who said, hey, there's something here. I think I can make it cool, hip and funny and it could translate to a TV program and so on. But. I'm curious if we're going to start to see like, let's keep an eye on that. All the members at the everybody listening right now, we'll have the convo on the discord, of course. But we'll, we'll keep an eye on things where if you start to see more examples in pop culture where they're starting to change the narrative of kind of like ushering her in to where they're priming you they're setting the table they're slowly going to persuade you and start to show the contrast of like literally in the code open they already said did nobody watch a shit your ratings suck and you're not who you used to be you old as fuck and it's like we used we were telling y'all this yeah none of y'all know this y'all just thought we were stupid trumpers when we're like bro this can't be it this cannot be it this ain't the guy I'm like, have y'all seen his little racist past in these old videos? They tried to fucking hide that shit. Like, y'all ain't heard about the laptop. They, uh, 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 His son ain't running for president. Y'all were bending into a pretzel with fighting the cognitive dissonance of, like, I literally remember once uh, listening to Scott Adams when he started saying, like, you know that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Hey, did y'all hear about the headline with Trump supposedly, blah, 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 But it was based on an anonymous source. And let's give it 72 hours and see. You know, things like that. I literally just felt that red pill like once I was like, he's right. He did not say drink bleach or whatever the, one of the things the was. was. Yeah, where I was having to tell soul like, hey, Sol, um, you know how everybody's saying, you know, like The View and everybody is saying that supposedly
1: he did this and that, but if you look at it this way, you know what I mean? And it's like, huh. So that really was your huh moment, huh? Because I've heard you say that before. Like, the hoax is what was really yeah. made it clear for Literally, you. Literally, yeah. It was Scott Adams debunking hoaxes and
0: explaining persuasion and hypnotism and mass brainwashing, explaining propaganda and how the media can use specific words and leave stuff out in context and just critical thinking and different type of logic to where... I literally felt the cognitive dissonance in my brain. I, f- like, I was presented with new information of somebody I hated, somebody I didn't like. Mm. I had Trump derangement syndrome. And all of a sudden, I'm presented with new information where I'm forced to reconcile my reality yeah. with what, like, what I'm seeing, what I thought I knew, now with new information. So now it's like, oh, fuck. My brain just fucking like, Err. you know what I mean? <laughs> Hard reset. Have you, felt, have you ever felt that like cognitive dissonance where you're like, bro, are you telling me that Nelson Mandela, you know, the Mandela effect? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where It's like, wait, so he didn't, you know,
1: wait. There's, there's a lot of examples of that for sure. And uh, at the beginning of the show, you brought up Crowder's um, mission, statement. mission statement video, which I think is really great. Uh, well, If you're a fan or not, go check it out. I think it's really good when it comes to learning about or thinking about how you're going to pursue independent media of any sort. It doesn't have to be political, just like anything that's away from the mainstream narrative, the corporate media, because it, it's not even, they don't even call it mainstream anymore. I hear a lot of independent media calling it, it's the corporate media. I like that. I do too. It I like very that appropriate. reframing. It's very appropriate, right? So when Crowder was first on Rogan, this was five, six, maybe more years ago, to date, that had been Rogan's longest podcast. I think this was maybe, let's just say it was 2013, 14, something like that. It was like over five hours long. And Crowder's like a diehard Christian conservative. Something I can't necessarily... I'm not that person myself, but a lot of the things he says I, I, I jive with. So when he first went on, it was my first uh, introduction to him, right? And most... Not most, but a lot of that five hours was talking about cannabis. Because Crowder's very anti-drugs, whether it's THC, whether it's anything, right? I don't know if his stance has changed over the years, but he's still very like... You shouldn't... you know, Kids especially shouldn't be or if you're young. Okay. So... To- Motherfucker, I'm high right now. <laughs> so up to that date i had already worked with adam scorgie right i had produced his podcast remotely and we became buddies he's produced two of the biggest pot documentaries in the world the union and the culture high i did the, the the viewing here at studio movie grill and i sold out the theater we did a QA with adam at the end of it it was you know when obama was in office it was a big big deal it's an amazing documentary and I, so, when they started talking about that he went in on how bad it was and obviously rogan's mr cannabis himself I immediately was like, I don't like this guy, you know? He he went against my frame of thought when it came to uh, to a subject that I didn't even, I didn't even consume a lot of THC ever, especially at that time, but I was like, of the mind that that should be available to anybody that wants it or needs it because it's just one of those basic, you know, it's a plan kind of thing. So anyway, long story short, as the conversation went on, he threw a lot of other, uh, I guess, red pills of sort for other things, whether it was social, you know, things or or, you know, whatever it was, that it made me th- think, okay, I disagree with this one thing, but these other things make sense. Therefore, I must keep an open mind with this individual and other people going forward that, you know, that try to say that their thing is right and my thing is wrong and, you know, just break that that feeling part. But at the same time, this is gonna kinda contradict it, I think even Scott Adams says, that's the only way to get people on your side is to first have them leave y'all's conversation with a way of not what did they teach me, but how did they make me feel. And I know Ben Shapiro's is this, facts don't care about your feelings, but when you frame it that way, it doesn't really garner a lot of uh, favor for you because you're not you're not hitting people where it matters most. Like overall, if that makes sense, like as a whole, people usually want you to have them have you know feel better, like have you make them feel better rather than feel bad, obviously. Yeah. And then an in- what came to mind an interesting topic, which is
0: relevant to what we're talking about. One. One of these very interesting topics is like, for example, going back to the border, for example. All right. So the RGV, the Rio Grande Valley, the, the working class Mexican-Americans down there, they're obviously not awesome. They can't deport us all shit no more. Right. Right. Because they done switched Republican. They're not crazy about these policies. They feel it firsthand. Right. It brings down wages and all kinds of shit. Right. Um, especially right now. Are they doing vaccine mandates to, for illegal migrants? No. Um, but uh, meanwhile, citizens and Americans, they hitting you over the head. We want to see what's up with this 600. You know, they're all up in your grill and IRS and you can't go here. They really trying to push this vax passport. It's very, very, very scary. You know, y'all might as well just go live to China in China then or Australia or New Zealand where they really you see that communism kicking in. But the topic of the border. I feel that that's one of those where I don't give a damn how lefty Larry and like open borders and like, oh my God, but the immigrants and you know, yes, it's so bad in Honduras that we're having to do this. Let them, you don't have no one in your family. That's not from here type of thing. Or this is native land, right? Even some of those people are going to have to see what's on the way, what type of humanitarian crisis, how many women and kids get trafficked, how it's not sustainable, how a country just can't have... I mean, hey, I was Mr. fucking let's invade them like a motherfucker too. I, you know, I probably had The Invasion Begins, you know, Chingo Blaine, new album or something, right? <laughs> but it's like, as a 42-year-old taxpayer, motherfucking concerned parent and shit, you about to see all kind of crime. Now, hey, sorry to break it to y'all, but Trump won lying when he said... They're not all good people. Most of them are good, I assume. You know, they're not sending their best. Like, you see how big this caravan is. You can't tell me ain't not one rapist, not one little gang member, little drug dealer, fentanyl dealer, uh, MS-13, 18th Street, you know. Ain't not one terrorist up in there, not one sex trafficker. Like, ain't nobody gonna get exploited. Like,
1: you know, the whole world is not just peaches and cream i need i need two computers to pull all these different things up but did you see the article where uh, a lot of these groups were started on facebook as far as like the, the caravans oh. so the argument is that is facebook then complicit in human trafficking and smuggling and so on and so forth they had qr codes made and they were putting up <laughs> posters and that's how these people were which to me it's like man these people got these smart ass phones they got qr code knowledge but anyway they're huddling up at whatever the you know place is and then they're all moving out so basically, Facebook is facilitating the organizing and the communication
0: and the meetups and the, cha- the exactly the message board type of. Vibe. I don't know exactly what all they got going on, but I think you could argue, "Hey, Facebook, you're doing too much pimping." Yeah, maybe, like, maybe that's why they're changing the name. You saw that, right? I think they're changing the name. What What is the new name? Don't know yet. I think they're changing it. From what I heard, is because. They're trying to get into that metaverse space, like this VR, like basically you're going to wake up in the morning, like ready player one, put on your little headset and walk in this little virtual world like you inside a Nintendo and that's how you go to work and now you got this crypto in there and you, you live in a second life, basically. You, you plugged into the matrix and you live in a second life and Facebook is about to change their whole direction and game plan
1: to fit that space. So Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg is is slated to testify before the House Energy and Commerce Committee Thursday, which is two days from when we record this, we'll talk about it Friday then, uh, about social media misinformation. The hearing will focus on how misinformation shared on social media about elections and coronavirus have grim consequences for public health and safety, the committee's chair said in a joint statement. AKA censorship. Just say it, Mark. Just say what it really is. Like... What are they calling it? Committee for Misinformation? Well, it's the House Energy and Commerce Committee. And it's about m- media and misinformation. Which, AKA, what a weird committee to talk about. AKA, AKA big government getting
0: together with big tech to figure out how to censor your motherfucking ass. All in the name of public health and safety.
1: Do you think these people really believe that what they're doing is for the greater good? Some, some would argue that they use the noble lie and be
0: like, Rob, can't you make the argument That people lying and saying weird stuff about very important things like, you know, we believe based on the data we've cherry picked that everyone should be vaccinated. Therefore, if you're on there talking about natural immunity, Rob, and you're on there saying, hey, maybe it's not a good idea due to myocarditis and stuff like that, that these kids don't take on unnecessary risk. That falls under misinformation to us,
1: Rob. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to go ahead and shut your page off shadow ban you and good luck the migrants who largely originate from central america started joining facebook and whatsapp groups a month or wait in the months of after president joe biden defeated former president donald trump in the november election which i can't believe we're coming up on a year of that already according to reuters members of groups uh anyway yeah it just goes on to talk about how all these groups originated on facebook basically
0: yeah just like a lot of the january sixth stuff and and everything else um definitely gonna keep an eye on that i just i think the biggest concern is how they're trying to use public health and safety as the excuse to take away a lot of your freedom of speech that's what's coming y'all we weren't like this recently a few years ago you know i guess big tech is having to mash the gas for whatever reason to fit their agenda you know what i'm saying to
1: help big big government not demonopolize them and, and so on to stay on the subject actually did you see the project veritas video of uh governor murphy what they leaked from his uh for the the fucking what is that jersey is that new jersey so what is it they who leaked what project veritas okay leaked, leaked a uh internal video from somebody inside of his re-election you know oh here wow. let me pull it up because it's it's in the same kind of conversation of what we're saying and this is the kind of Raza, or Latina, or whatever the fuck she is, that kind of goes with what we're talking about as far as her... Uh, Governor
0: Murphy re-election campaign. Okay. He's trying to do mandates.
2: Project Veritas has obtained hidden camera recordings inside Governor Phil Murphy's campaign. Yeah, New Jersey. Including from a senior advisor. La vaccine mandates. Como California, que está... El mandato que todo el mundo tiene que tener la vacuna. Eh, lo va a hacer, pero no, puede hacer. no podía hacerlo antes de la elección. Exactly. Si no no, se tira no independent Elon Deciders. Mm-hmm. The Wait. independent deciders would not vote for
1: him if he did the band. Wait for this part.
2: Because they're into all that shit. my rights, my shit. And they don't care that they kill everybody. Well that see that's good to know then. That after he wins then he'll do the mandates. Yeah. The vaccine mandates. He will. But right now it's about him winning. It'll be, it'll be fine.
1: If delaying these mandates can really wait until after the election, are they really about public mm. safety, Governor Murphy? That makes me. That made me so infuriated last night when I saw that because yeah. that's going on all around the country, and all these people are into their shit, their freedom, my and their shit, my rights and my shit. My, oh my mira, god! Mira, that made me so mad. Mira,
0: mira! I'm American. First Amendment, Second Amendment. You know, Kai, with their uh, my Constitution <laughs> shit. Dude, that was that's so infuriating. <laughs> bro, the system, bro. It, it all right, you know how Steve Bannon be saying, like, we need to be uh chairman committee men or whatever that shit is, like your local, yeah. like from the ground up, right? You know, basically take over the Republican Party with like actual America first type people, not these fucking rhinos. It's unfortunate. That it's either you can get mad and upset and just throw your hands up and get demoralized. Like, damn, man, the game ain't fair. Look at these, how these politicians play with our lives, bro. Playing with people's livelihoods, force, forcing you to get a shot, you know, regardless of what your reasoning is. No, no, no. You think you can kill everybody? No. Pero mira, we're going to get elected first and then los mandates. Toma. So here's, 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 uh, let me just break it down this way. Why is it always the Democrats damn near? I know it's a lot of rhinos, probably be on some fuck shit. But overall, Democrats have become the party of mandates. The party of like, ay, mira, mocking freedom. Mira, mira, my my body, my choice, that's pendejo. (laughs) Chingue su madre, mandates. So why is it the Democrats that have morphed into the party of well, I guess maybe they've been like this for a long time, but now they really mashing the gas. They are in your face, in your grill, about
1: you. Yes, you are obligated. We're forcing you. Well, as the party of like social programs, right, and social whatever, you would have to think that if you want these social programs, if you want this aid, this help, this whatever it is, you got to do what we say. You can't have the the alleged free stuff or potential free stuff. Yeah, but they're not. They're not
0: saying. If you want welfare and stuff like that. Not yet. No, what they're doing right now is if you want to have a job, if you're a worker, if you're an employee, if you're a
1: fireman, if you're a nurse, if you're a pilot. because well, yeah, it starts with that. Imagine that. You have a job, a career, or whatever. And if those people, you know, are willing to uh, give in, then imagine the people that don't have the careers, jobs, or whatever, and have, you know, almost nothing to lose. they like, they already have just, I, I need, to give, I need to, you to give me what I'm already barely getting these mandates
0: are like such a big deal and you know to other comedians out there it's like i know you know i get it man we're comedians you know we just want to focus on man i'm just gonna focus on the funny you know there's a lot of other stuff to make fun of you know but we have a podcast too i'm not just a comedian yeah you know what i mean i've always been just an artist and i've always expressed myself you know and my opinion evolves but just as a citizen and just as a member of the community, as a public person, it's almost like I feel a moral obligation to be like, hey, guys, I know this shit ain't funny. And uh, it's not like, you know, hey, I'm going to put on a wig and do a character type shit. But it's like, oh, can we talk about these mandates right quick? Because. It's affecting a lot of people's communities, jobs, families, lives. Like my dad's a fireman and they're going to force him to take this shot so that he can still provide. Or like my mommy's a nurse, you know, and now my mommy and my dad, I heard them having a discussion that, you know, since I'm six years old now, they about to approve it for my age group. And we all to be jabbed up up in here. It's like, how did we arrive in this place where big tech is coming out saying we're going to talk about misinformation and it's crazy trippy you're just feeling like whoa cornered almost
1: like this is an interesting time to be alive um it is it's one of the best times because we do have these just you know despite them being very uh sensor heavy we still have these platforms where if we do it right and with the right the right kind of uh distribution by proxy it can really really it can cause a wave right it can cause a ripple in in the the culture i guess or in the in the country or the whole world really but you got to be careful. You got to tiptoe. You can't just go out there and be, you know, what the, whatever these late night hosts are. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. I feel you. Like, basically, don't trip out the algorithm because then we get kicked off. Yeah. Um,
0: that's why we need to go viral. Yeah. We need y'all to share, like, some of the stuff I said earlier, I, I want to make sure I, I make a mental note and we clip it out or something. But it's it's like... Some of this stuff has to be discussed. I get it a lot of times. people like to tune out, no, no no, no, no politics no 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 no, I don't like that and it's almost like they made it boring on purpose it they made sure. it they made it stuffy on purpose because they don't want you to be a politically literate and understand like okay, so I hear the argument that mandates are necessary, and I'm hearing about this vax passport and like Normally, it's hypothetical, right? Normally, I'm not against technology and the government already makes us do a lot of stuff. But, you know, Rob and Chingo, you know, they they, they you know they look like me. We're the same kind of age group from the same area. I'm, I'm kind of curious why they're so against it. You know, and you start to break down, like, look, man, this is how they live in China, bro. It's all QR code everywhere. It's super surveillance, less freedoms. They monitor every little thing. You are ruled by artificial intelligence. There's too much power in this big government. They all up in your business over every little thing. And I like the meme you posted on What Did He Said, the at What Did He Said page, where uh, we should probably read it. It's like, it's the year 2049. You just just got full off your cricket paste (laughs) for your daily protein. I mean...
1: Bro, this shit don't sound that far-fetched. Like, I mean, damn, bro. Every day you got to fight with, like, not sounding like a complete, like a complete kooky person, you know? And, and just kind of come off as a, like, I'm keeping an open mind. Don't worry. I'm also seeing both sides. I'm trying to be logical. Maybe I go a little bit off in left field, but it's a little necessary to, like, form a new idea or a new perspective of all these different things going on. And then you have those that just go full one side or the other. Like, that's super dangerous as well. We're never saying to do that. I'm not ever saying to do that but you gotta question things yeah and you gotta convince me hold on bro
0: why all of a sudden we need mandates because last time i checked never in the history of all history have we quarantined the unsick we quarantined everybody across the board and we all had to shut down who did it first was it xi jinping or the CCP in China, he, they did they do it first? And then they convinced the rest of the world to be like, "Hey, y'all this shit works for us. Just do it. Just tell them they don't know nothing about this virus. Just scare the shit out of them and just tell them it's just 14 days. Go, <laughs> boom! All right, local, duh, 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 the Democratic Party, we we fallen in line in lockstep. All right, now check this out. The year is 2040. You're eating from your weekly rationed tube of cricket paste. In your self driving electric car that only allows you to get to work and back. You get home and greeted by your non binary they friend as your child comes in saying, thinking is a crime. <laughs> Come on, man. That's a very dystopian future. <laughs> that is very scary. That is beyond Mad Max. And te- technology is so alluring. Technology is so. It's so fun and cool and and convenient. Like, Mm -hmm. I can monitor. Oh, my God, I'm so blessed that I can monitor my heart rate and I can keep track of what I'm eating on this app and then my car knows how to do this and it alerts me with this. All that shit's cool. But why all of a sudden we got to live according to the Vax Passport and we got to check in everywhere and all of a sudden you got to earn back your freedom and your rights and, oh, you want to hop on the plane? Oh, well, you got to put this
1: in your body and produce this and show this and that. Did you see Lex Freeman's post? Do you follow Lex Freeman? By oh chance? yeah, what did he put? This one. Did you see that one? Oh, what was he showing? Some AI. It was a new, uh, like a new Pixel phone. It was like a new, Samsung. and it already mapped his face out, dude. The whole thing. So yeah. all his biometrics. Everything. It's it's crazy. And so he's, he's he's an MIT. He's a genius, right? Essentially. And I'm for. I love technology. But if 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 we didn't know what we know, and if things that are coming out weren't coming out about how, you know just how much fuckery there is whether it's from the patriot act or from anything that the government's ever put their little toe in i wouldn't be worried about it but because we know that stuff this is scary as hell it's almost like they'd be like yo xi jinping
0: man why y'all don't like muslims over here bro why y'all so anti-muslim and he's like they be covering up their face too much pimping. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to work around our computers yo sam Tri- i didn't know where you were going with that yo sam tripoli has a joke yeah shout out to sam I don't want to give away your jokes, but goddamn, this motherfucker <laughs> right now. He was like, yo, the technology, he's a master. You yeah. got to see him live. Yeah. Great. He's like, dude, the fucking uh, uh, artificial intelligence, the surveillance over there in China, you know, the facial recognition is so good. It could tell Chinese people apart. Boom.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, It was like a Javante Davis left uppercut from down low. We should talk about boxing on Chingo Chats. Okay, yeah. Because I've been watching a lot of shit on
1: YouTube. Badass. Getting ready for this uh, Canelo fight or what?
0: Yes. I will be at the Houston Improv. Um, To all the Canelo fans, don't worry. You can watch him on on replay.
1: (laughs) I'm live. You know what I'm saying? You got to see it in the flesh um yeah but again shout out to sam Tripley, man when i was listening to him when he was doing the naughty show at the ice house 10 years ago like starting his podcast where rogan and you know started their podcast in the uh the original yeah the ice house like green room or some shit he'd have, who, who started their podcast in the green room rogan started death squad studios like the first death squad studios in the ice house and i guess is it pasadena i think at the club's at, and um that's where they would have it was like a round table of, of, of guests. It would be like, you know, Sam would come on and then Bert and you know, all these people would come in and it turned into like the Death Squad Chronicles. And that was the time where I met Adam Scorge and a bunch of people on Twitter and Sam, man, Sam was, you know, he'd have strippers on and all these crazy people from the porn industry and just like adult, you know, actresses and comedians and crazy, crazy stories and shit. But he's been doing it for as long as all of them. He's been doing it for just as long as Rogan has been doing it. Yeah, and it's paying off, too. I, I know he just
0: did a episode 500 of a Tim half. Yeah. He has multiple shows. You can catch him on Rockfin. Uh, we might even have a show on Rockfin soon, one day. But we want to make sure that, you know, this is episode 100. Um, we want to make sure that, kind of like on some Steve Crowder shit, like, are you going to put out quality product and you're just going to spread thin? You know what I mean? Which one are you going to do? Yeah. you going to stick to the the main shows you have? Cause I don't feel like it's time to just go crazy and already be like, man, I got it, man, I got a show for this. And we got one, we just talk music. We got one, we just talk comedy. We got one, this is this and health and fitness and one about money and crypto and yeah. so one day. See those kidding. All right, should we move on to the uh Boston Celtics? Yeah, man, let's. How do you say his name? Enos Cantor? That's what I that's what I said. All right, we're gonna figure out the pronunciation. But is he Muslim? I believe he i am assuming. He's of some kind of descent, I think. Some kind of descent. Turkish maybe? I don't know. He from somewhere. <laughs> that motherfucker, he he mixed with something. <laughs> he got something in him. He from over there somewhere. Anyway, we don't know where the motherfucker from, but he plays for the Boston Celtics and he's been wearing these shoes, like yeah. custom hand painted shoes, where he's talking about Tibet and free the Uyghurs and then he did a video where it was like Xi Jinping, you are you know I, I'm quoting now she. Yeah, quoting y'all know what he said somebody look it up so I'm, I'm not in the gulag over here in the motherfucking FEMA re-education camp boy they already talk about them education
1: camps but anyway anytime sh- it says re-education you should probably bro they already talking about that shit perk your ears up a little bit yeah he was wearing these he's worn these a couple of times and he was wearing it most recently on Sunday when they played the Rockets <laughs> uh, he's putting the NBA in a tight spot oh yeah he's
0: gonna play NBA scared and that is true yes you are here in the He's talking about Nike so renowned
3: mm. Nike stands with the Black Lives One more Matter. Time. Dear Nike, your company says that you are making a positive impact in our communities, and that is true. Yes, you are. Here in the United States, Nike stands with the Black Lives Matter. Nike stands with Stop Asian Hate. Nike stands with the Latino community. And Nike stands with the LGBTQ community and Nike remains vocal about injustice here in America. But when it comes to China, Nike remains silent. You do not address police brutality in China. You do not speak about discrimination against the LGBTQ community. You do not say a word about the oppression of minorities in China. You are scared to speak up. Mm. Who makes your shoes in China? Do you even know? There are so many forced labor factories in China. For instance, Uyghurs, Uyghur forced labor in modern day slavery, and it is happening right now in China. Millions of Uyghurs are currently detained, sold and assigned to work at forced labor camps, prisons and factories across the country. They are, un- they are under constant surveillance mm. with long working hours and poor living conditions. They are subject to political re-education. They have no freedom of expression, no freedom of religion. And they are not even able to leave. Did you know that almost the entire apparel and footwear industry is tainted by Uyghur Uyghur forced labor? Many well-known global brands are implicated. And yes, that includes the one of the NBA's biggest sponsors, Nike. Nike claims that they do not allow any forced labor in their supply chains. Yet They don't have the receipt to prove it. They have not publicly committed to cutting ties with the Chinese government's labor transfer scheme. They have not provided clear timelines or updates about their efforts to end this. They have not publicly committed to the steps outlined by the coalition to end Uyghur forced labor. Don't forget, every time you put those shoes on your feet, or you put that t-shirt on your back, there are so many tears and so much oppression and so much blood behind it all. Nike likes to say, just do it. Well, what are you doing about the slave labor that makes your shoes? Mm. That slave labor that makes you rich? To the owner of Nike, Phil Knight, I have a message for you. How about I book up plane tickets for us? Let's Let's fly to China together. We can try to visit these slave labor camps. And you can see it with your own eyes. LeBron James and Michael Jordan. You guys are welcome to come too. Nike must be a participant in this. Stop with hypocrisy. Stop the modern day slavery now.
0: Oof. This is my favorite ball player now, brother. Sorry, Hakeem Olajuwon. Um, I, you know what, man? Me personally, look here. Right now, I'm wearing Nike shorts. But from now on, I don't see myself buying no Nike. Now, all my kids gonna have Nike. See, now, I can't control what my wife buys these kids. But me personally, I don't envision myself buying no new Nike no more. From this day forward, um, powerful statement. He's keeping it real. He's basically saying, y'all full of shit. And... I also heard that Kanye wanted to build a United States manufacturing for some of those Adidas Yeezy um, I think it's one that looked like Crocs. Oh, the little like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. funky looking croc rubber, like one piece shoe. American manufacturing, bro. That's something Trump was trying to do. That's how Trump became friends with Mike Lindell because it was like, oh, this is the pillow, dude. He makes all the pillows in Minnesota around the time, I think it was like 2015, he put out an infomercial where he mentioned that fact on the commercial, and at the time, people were really resonating, like, all these areas, like, you know, your, your Rust Belt, Pennsylvania, and all these, like, American places really started to resonate with, hey, man, our jobs got shipped, you know, we used to be the steel, we used to have, the, now we're the Rust Belt, we used to build cars here, you know, America used to actually know how to do some shit, so a lot of people resonated with this. It caught Trump the Trump campaign's uh, eye, and I would love to see Yeezy like somebody. Why don't I somebody um, inform me? Like okay, Chingo, here's a list of uh, shoemakers, the boots that I bought my wife got me for my H- the HBO thing we shot. Mm. It's a, like I think a Texas made, super comfy and shit. Um, maybe we can in the Discord or, or hitting us in the comments if there's a list of like our red wing boots made here, like what are some American made products? That's something that I feel like we really right now I'm shadow band. So it's hard for me to get the word out, but that's dude. People need to know just to put it in their brains. Even if it's just to plant a seed, like, you know what? I never really thought about when I go to Walmart or target or anywhere and you buying toys and, Like, you ever just sit in a Halloween spirit store and look around and think, all this comes from China? All them containers that's coming from where? China. They make everything. So, shout out to Mike Lindell. My pillow, made in America. Hopefully, Yeezy can start getting those um, Adidas and things made here. Let's get a list going of American-made products. Um, I think tonight we're supposed to go live to promote the uh, the snack boxes Mm -hmm. edition, too. And make that bitch like qvc but a lot of those products are like american-made local things like that
1: uh let's watch the video this one's the one that originally went torture. viral i believe
3: is it, is not all of it because he talks really slow right now right now as i speak this message torture rape forced abortions and sterilizations family separations arbitrary detentions concentration camps political re-education forced labor. This is all happening right now to more than 1.8 million Uyghurs in the Xinjiang region in northern western China. Uyghurs are a Turkic Muslim ethnic group native to the Uyghur region. The Chinese government has been taking sweeping measures to crack down on the Uyghur people simply because they embrace their own religion, their own culture, language, history, and identity, the Uyghur region has become an open air
0: prison, yeah. yeah Possible rebellion. <laughs> <sighs>
3: You're
0: gonna have to rewind this bitch about 20 seconds so people can hear that part again. He, he's, he's saying, China don't play when it comes to the culture war, China don't want a whole bunch of religions, they don't want to hope. Oh, you over there, y'all. First of all, they even look different, they have a different religion, and all that. And then he's Sorry, uh, Enos, I cut you off. But listen to what he's saying. He's about to tell you how the... Uh, did he say Xinjiang province? I, I can't remember the area. But um, it's an open-air prison. And that's what a vaccine passport does. You already have all these little cameras and shit. You, they're already loaded up with AI and facial recognition over there. All it takes is one crooked politician to bring it over here. And it's an open-air prison. Everywhere you go, all your moves, everything monitored. And that's how those people live. And that's how they get disappeared. And when uh independent journalists try to go out there and be like you know we're here undercover boom the police are on you right away because they watching from beijing somewhere all right here we go again
3: in the xinjiang region in northern western china uyghurs are a turkic muslim ethnic group native to the uyghur region the chinese government has been taking sweeping measures to crack down on the uyghur people simply because they embrace their own religion their own culture, language, history, and identity. The Uyghur region has become an open air prison, a surveillance state where freedoms are non existent for the Uyghur people. The Chinese government has sent Uyghurs, along with Kazakhs, Tajiks, and other Muslim groups, to concentration camps for simply applying for a passport, for texting someone overseas or for believing in anything that does not align with the Chinese Communist Party's agenda. Anyone and everyone, athletes, doctors, poets, intellectuals, musicians, community leaders, you name it, are currently suffering inside these camps where the Chinese government is conducting unimaginable human rights abuses and crimes against humanity. All of us must spread the word and call on the Chinese government for free the Uyghur people. It is so disappointing that the governments and leaders of Muslim-majority countries are staying silent while my Muslim brothers and sisters are getting killed, raped, and tortured. I'm talking about you, Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan, Saudi King Salman, United Arab Emirates Mohammed bin Zaid, Iranian President Raisi. It's shameful and sad how you have decided to prioritize money and business with China over human rights. You call yourself Muslims, but you are just using that for show. You simply do not care about people. And this goes to fellow Muslim athletes as well. Why are you staying silent? Muhammad Salah, Kerem Abdul Jabbar, Amir Khan, say something, do something, speak up. Your silence and your inaction is complicit. To those of you watching who care about human dignity, please join me in spreading the word. What is happening to the Uyghurs is one of the worst human rights abuses in the world today. We cannot stay silent. Heartless dictator of China, Xi Jinping, and the Communist Party of China, I'm calling you out right now in front of the whole world Close down the slave labor camps and free the Uyghur people. Stop
1: the genocide
0: now. This boy's a gangster, bro. (sighs) LeBron would never have the nuts to say nothing like this. This dude, I respect this dude. Make sure y'all go follow him. Enos Cantor is saying what a lot of people know, what a lot of conservatives, Republicans, you know, you know, the crazy Trumpers why? Oh, it's just cuz they don't they don't agree with everything China trying to do. He's letting y'all know how these people play. He's calling them out. Hey man, y'all a transnational criminal organization. Y'all are not legitimate. And y'all trying to use y'all's influence cuz of business and all that, and y'all turning y'all y'all's taking y'all's ways of this crazy communist surveillance dystopian future and y'all trying to bring it to new zealand australia canada and it's surrounding us and half the country here is is sleepwalking you got sheep you know a lot of liberal progressive people people that voted for biden they're not even paying attention to the threat and that's one of the things we've been telling y'all is we've been why you always hear us talking about china <laughs> but
1: props to this athlete china Props to this props to this athlete man you know Let's talk about that a little bit. When he calls out these other athletes that are like, you know, Muslim athletes or whoever or whatever, um, I thought he was gonna say Muhammad Ali, and it's like, hey, hold on, <laughs> motherfucker, he's dead. Um, and he's like, why aren't you speaking up? It, it kind of goes into the, the into the realm of like, once a human has the things that they've always wanted or needed, and their family has everything wanted or needed, it's really hard to convince them, or even more so, a collective, to just rise up right because really who has the power in all these situations it is the people like all if every boston celtic stopped playing you know to bring attention to whatever and, yeah and if we had like let's just pretend trump was in
0: office and he already had he already had beef mm-hmm. right he was doing the tariff war he was pushing back he was push, pulling out of the paris climate accord he's not full, he wasn't fully convinced as many people are with this you know <clears throat> dare i say climate narrative right? right where basically we all got to go electric we got to make sure china gets all the jobs and they get to pollute and they make the batteries for the cars and, and so, yada 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 um whew. let's just pretend that more athletes are informed and have the nuts to stand up it's scary i mean because I, hey they risking their check their popularity Stephen a smith gonna get on your ass they gonna Kyrie you to death um you know, all of a sudden, the propaganda machine might turn on you. Why? Because China got a lot of control over here uh, through politicians. And arguably, this regime is bought and paid for by them. So we shall keep an eye on it. Um, like I said, I don't really see myself buying no Nike. I'm going to really try to go around it. Like, is there another shoe? You know what I mean? Is it something else? What, what Adidas got? Who, 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 who's American made? Ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. Yeah, I do want to find a good American brand.
0: Um, Lululemon, did, I think they're Canadian.
1: Are they? Well, they're letting, speaking of another people, they're just letting shit happen to them. What happened to them? In Canada? I mean. Oh, Canada. I thought you were talking about Lululemon. No. Uh, like, Don't you talk down on Lulu? I want to cut, you know, we're going to go long because it's our 100th episode. So you're welcome, everybody listening. Also, Enos, your cameraman covered up the fucking microphone for half the video. Yeah, I noticed. All of a sudden it got clear. <laughs> um but hey
0: in summary man it was very inspiring to see someone put it out there and speak their truth and say hey guys y'all know what's going on why is everybody so silent
1: this needs to end now but unfortunately it probably will not if uh, if what's his face what was the other guy Black guy out the fro that was also a quarterback uh, Kaepernick. Kaepernick. If Kaepernick got all this attention no, and all these endorsements, sure. you know, especially from Nike. You really think. Wait, that's a great question. Thank you for bringing him up.
0: Is Kaepernick going to say something? He is Mr. Just Do It. He's Mr. BLM Just Do It. He ain't, he, ain't miss, he ain't even playing for nobody, right? No. So he ain't got nothing but Nike. Even when he was playing, he wasn't playing. He went woke uh, to get a check.
1: So, so let's see if there's. Don't he
0: got white parents
1: and shit? Maybe half. Something like yeah, that. He's
0: on some fucking critical race theory looking at him.
1: And Roger said, I'm not a part of woke cancel culture. I wanted to find a video. Aaron Rodgers went in on, on cancel culture on a podcast recently.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: Watch out now.
0: And, and he's a white male? This they about to right. be on your ass. You're going to be in a re-education camp.
1: Oh, maybe this is it. <clears throat> they're,
0: going to have to, they're going to have you memorizing 100 pronouns.
1: Telling a city that you own them when you're 22 and five against them, fucking some of the greatest competitive trash talk in the history of trash talk.
2: Well, back when I first got in the league and when I grew up watching it, I feel like trash talk was a little more normalized, and you didn't have to you know, apologize if you said something that offended you know a few people <laughs> in a city. And you know, like I said, I mean, I have a lot of respect for the for the city and and for the sports fans. It's been a great rivalry over the years. Thank you. But we have. Gotten the better of them for for a while now. I mean, I don't think I was saying anything that wasn't necessarily close to the truth. If you don't like it, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But let me just clear up one thing as well that you were talking about. Like, I'm so fortunate for this platform, especially this one, to be on here talking with you guys. Like, it means a lot to me because I think people get to see me in a little bit of a different light. You know that I'm not a repeating robot, cliche-ridden uh, leader of a franchise. I actually, have a personality and thoughts and opinions that uh, I think align with most people um but i'm not a victim either i'm not a victim i don't look at myself as a victim or i don't want people to feel bad for me because of uh, the spotlight that i'm in and the platform that i have and the and the scrutiny that comes with it i accept all of it i really do i don't have a problem with it um i just think that it is for me helps me to uh keep sane when i can recognize and point out that there is this culture that exists that gets off i think on uh, shrinking people keeping them small keeping them in a box uh quieting them through uh cancel cancelization or demeaning comments and that i also exist outside of that in a different realm where um i do feel confident in things i say and i do stand behind what i do and i like to speak the truth and i'm not a part of this uh You know, uh, woke uh, cancel culture that gets off on uh, trying to silence people all the time.
1: Shout out Pat McAfee, too. Pat McAfee, if you guys don't know, he's got a great podcast. He's one of the OGs of podcasting as well. He used to be a part of the Barstool crew and then they they split ways. He was a great kicker and punter for the Indianapolis Colts. Great, great personality on social media. But Aaron Rodgers, too, I've never heard him really talk like, you know, long form. That's a great, that's what I'm talking about. That's another one of these star athletes, Aaron fucking Rodgers.
0: Yeah, he better watch out. They're gonna be like, hey, white boy, you better slow down. They're gonna label you KKK. You keep talking all that freedom shit. You keep speaking out, talking about, man, I'm not with all that cancel culture. Oh, what'd you say, white boy? what you, oh, you thought, oh, you thought you had, an, you were, oh no, we'll just label you racist. Let us find a false narrative. I'm so glad I'm not a white male for that reason. <laughs> yeah. Because it's already hard watching everything you say. And if you was white male, you'd have to be just, man, you know, I mean, you know, I was just, uh, they'd be like, hey, hey, white man, what you think about what Enos Cantor said? Well, um, I guess that's different, right? Because it's China, but you don't want to sound like a Trumper. Saying, God forbid you sound like a Trumper. Like, like, for example, stop being mad at Rogan for beating the Rona and start, we should start being more concerned as to how did this shit come about? Did it leak on purpose or by accident? And what the fuck? And why the fuck Fauci still got a job, man?
1: This man over there torturing beagles, ripping out their vocal cords. Let's uh, let's wrap up with the topic of Andrew Schultz. He okay. got hit with some big tech censorship himself. Yeah, I heard him talking about it on the podcast. Flagrant Two. shout out to Schultz and the
0: whole crew. Akash uh, Singh. And uh, so Schultz was talking and he was like, hey, man, I lost the link sticker. Which like, is the old swipe up. Yeah, to where on your story on Instagram you had the ability to tell someone, Hey guys, I'm gonna be in Irvine, California, uh, November third and swipe up for the tickets. Well, they took that away. Why was he penalized? Apparently he made a post or a comment about, about a model or something. Yeah, and he he couldn't even I mean he didn't really go into detail as to like what all it was. He's yeah. like something I really don't even care about, but we just talk shit and he's like a story that I chimed in on that. He's like, I would have forgot about in fifteen minutes. Right. So it's very unfortunate that you' trying to hurt people's pockets and you penalizing them, and you' trying to like de de incentivize free thought. It's like the damn thought police. And like y'all hear the frustration with me. Anytime I go live, like literally every time I post, I'm like, what's the point? Nobody gonna see it. And sure enough, all the comments are like, man, I ain't been seeing your shit. Even Schultz told me because I texted him. I was like, hey, they took away your your thing. I was like, that's fucked up. He's like, how'd you know? I said, I heard you say it on a goddamn podcast. <laughs> and, um, and he's like, and then I was like, man, I'm shadow banned. He's fucking big tech oligarchs, tyrants. And, if, and he's like, yeah, I haven't been seeing your shit. It usually will come up pretty regularly. And I wonder why. I don't even know. I don't know what I said. I don't know what I did. Or well, actually, one of the things was a, a meme where was the little dude like he's riding his girl <laughs> and it's like this is
1: how dudes have sex that are against second amendment that that fucking meme guys has, has haunted chingo for months now because it originally started on facebook that was the day you got the 24-hour ban yeah because i
0: left i was leaving it as comments to motherfuckers too Ba, bitch because facebook in the comments you're able
1: to put a gif and a, right. and a meme and shit like that he, he posted that. I get here to record that day. And he's like, man, I lost my Facebook account. I was like, what? And just like that, overnight, they were like, it's gone. And then somehow we, I don't know. you got It was—it turned into a 24-hour ban after you, uh, what do you call it, appealed it, I guess. And you know what, though? I'm not a shadow band anymore on my Facebook. Maybe it's because I got like
0: over a million followers on there mm-hmm. that to where it's kind of like, well, technically, you still kind of are. Right. But I can't complain because I guess, I don't know, we've been posting good shit and it's breaking the um, firewall somehow. But yeah, Instagram, I'm pretty suppressed on there. Uh, join the newsletter. Stay ahead of the censors. All right, so Schultz, um, they talked about it on their podcast and they made some excellent points because it's like a chilling effect. It's like now you're having to think twice before you say any little thing and you're supposed to be a comedian. You're supposed to be able to like, this is America, it's 2021. Like I ain't and of course, the argument is, well, you know, Instagram's a private company and they can have their terms and conditions and you just got to play within the rules and color within the lines. But at the same time, it's like, bro, y'all are like the thought police, like you label anything misinformation. You don't really have a human over there that can explain to you like, all right, man, the shadow ban will get lifted if you just stop doing X, Y, Z for X amount of time. And then you or like, can we pay bail? You know what I'm saying? Can pay? <laughs> can I just pay a little fee? Like here, man. Here, man. Here, go a couple hundred dollars. You or know, something. like
1: you, you play Monopoly before? Yeah, of course. So you know, you, you know, you get out of jail free card, or you can pay fifty dollars to not have to roll uh, doubles three times to get out of jail. Like, what if they were like, all right, Chingo? You know, it's it's whatever strike. Even if it's first or fifth strike, it's it's fifty dollars every time. And after your fifth strike, it's a hundred dollars. If you want to not be shadow banned, people would do it. People would pay for it. Yeah, but then
0: they got to start really telling you like. Really, bro, it's because you put the Enos Cantor video on your shit. And, you know, you know, man, we trying to break into China. We trying to get in over there. So they kind of told us. You know what I mean? Like, I literally wonder if they have, um, if the AI, I'm very, very curious. If anybody, like, works over there, I'm pretty sure they got some whistleblowers and shit. But <laughs> Project Veritas. But, like, if somebody could explain to me or us, hey, guys, this is uh, I dug deep in the code, and I'm a nerd, and this and that, but, like, is it a program where they put different words in there? Like, all right, if any combination of these things pops up more than 45% of the time in and or comments and captions, like, hashtag, let's go, Brandon, Mm. uh, free the Uyghurs, you know, motherfucking clowning Biden, like, what's, what are the trigger words? You know, they clown in pronouns, like, what all, what do y'all Put into the artificial intelligence to teach it what the what triggers what's triggering the algorithm to where it's like "Eh, lost your link sticker
1: right can't talk about that because you know they do that you know that's a part of the algorithm it has to be people are pulling levers you know left and right on different things but there's so many people constantly posting things every day on these platforms that the algorithms also have to be programmed to be like okay they posted it 10 times today or they've used that hashtag 10 times total this week go ahead and throttle them back don't let their post be seen teach him a lesson Yep. rough him up a little bit yeah give chingo an extra month because he just doesn't yeah. know when to stop yeah he keeps saying free to uyghurs and shit like that We do not like that shit he keeps saying don't buy nike that yeah that, i was getting dms in my at my robg tv on instagram about man get your boy chingo some uh, high blood pressure medicine he's going in on instagram oh man oh talk about you're live yesterday oh really yeah Damn, was that bad do you not remember it no, I don't remember me being high blood pressure. I just thought I was being animated on live. You definitely were being animated, but you were being animated the way you were last week on the podcast, where it's like, what's the point of me being on this platform, Okay, huh? yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's frustrating. And the reason I went
0: live, because mm-hmm. it's like,
1: Nothing
0: if I words. go live right now, will they let it be seen? Let's test it out. And it's such a waste of energy, because it's like, you know, this is just one fucking platform. You have no control. Yeah, But it's like... What do we do? Do I just delete it? Do I just shut it down? Do I hand it over to someone else? Like, It's very demoralizing that they really don't give you a lot of info. Yeah. And you can't pay bail.
1: I'm locked up ah uh, episode 100 chingo we made it <laughs> and a year later we're here we're about to hit the holidays we'll probably chat about that on chingo chats In november 3rd round the corner yep um november dark 3rd. winter around the corner yeah, christmas sure, right.
0: shells what, what's up with the shells
1: what's up with that did you uh i sent you that app earlier this morning did you see it did you look into it did you click it what app i sent you a text god damn it this is why how do you take the little moon there's a moon why am i asleep on your phone i don't even know
0: how to undo it no it, you're only asleep, I think sometimes it's on Frank's sleep too. You're asleep only on the group text with Mighty Sol and Rob.
1: So you sent it just to me? No, I sent it to both of y'all because I wanted to That's both why y'all. I didn't see. Okay. Okay, let me see. Oh, Spotify Green Room? Yeah, man. What is it? Well, if you would have read it seven hours ago, you would know what it is by now, so we can talk about it. (laughs) No, okay, yeah. Spotify's trying to breed Apple in the
0: podcast space.
1: Yeah, so let me sum it up for everybody. I would suggest I I downloaded it and I set it up. Did you ever get into Clubhouse when it was like popping a couple months ago? (sighs) No. Okay, I didn't either. That's what it looks like. That's basically what it is. Um. But, but, because, you know, and Twitter has it too. I think they call it uh, sp- spaces, which is such a stupid name because safe spaces is where you you know you think of Twitter. Um, Facebook has rooms, I think, and then uh, Spotify has green rooms. So the Spotify green room app is basically one of these uh, platforms where it's like an open open talk open space kind of like uh, open conversation. I like what Spotify is doing because they're already such a big player in the podcast game. You know that they want to supersede Apple. They want to take over that space. They want to be like the commanding, you know, lead or leader in it. And um, it released last, a year ago, like this month, but it really started popping off about a month or two ago. And it's just a place where you create your own channel, your own room. You can have up to a thousand people in there, and it's just different topics. And we talked about Chingo, we talked about music on Chingo Chats the last one, so it could be. And I want to come up with these ideas, and maybe we'll chat about it in the Patreon. We'll, I'll make a post about it. or You can make a post about it, and we'll see what people think. Or in the Discord, where it's a way for people to interact in a live setting. So you can go live, or you and I can go live in the room, and people come in and join in, and they can hear us. They can, you know, they can even ask to talk in the room, or they can chat in the in the in the window. And it's just like uh, maybe actual green room, like before we record a podcast, or after, or on a day that we don't record a podcast, you go live on the green room and you talk about music, you talk about. But this, what was it? This fucking uh Alalfa or whatever. else kind of you know music, or we talk about whatever it is. But mm-hmm. it's like another platform that might warrant itself to like an audience, you know, enjoying what what we do or you do on there.
0: Huh. Interesting.
1: And get in there. Uh, that's why I said too. Get in early so y'all can go sign up, use your name, and then edit your profile and get whatever at you want. So like, how'd at, you hear about this? I always try to you know stay on top of what's okay. going on. All right. Um. It's called Green Room. Spotify Green Room if you're interested. Yeah, it'd be
0: cool if we can like embed it into Chingobling.com or like We could. Almost like find a way to bring it back to our space only because there's always gonna be a new platform. There's always gonna be a new app. And can you I don't know if Clubhouse is still a thing. If it's still popping. I'm assuming a lot of people are still on it. But it's like it's like shit. I'm neglecting my YouTube. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. boy, you you got YouTube subscribers, but you're not uploading every day. Or you're not making this, and which I'm about to start. But it's like, damn. It's like, damn. How much team and staff? Like, you, it's like you're running around chasing everything. Like, oh, uh, like even for TikTok. When mm-hmm. I decided, all right, fine. It's big enough. It's getting to the point where it's so big to where like I feel like I'm losing out not being on there. Mm-hmm. And then we built it up to like well over 100,000 subscribers. I ended up getting banned. But in order to get it that big, like we were having to dedicate time, energy, research, like, okay, what kind of TikToks we gotta make. And every once in a while, their algorithm would let me be seen. And it's like, oh shit, this reminds me of, you get addicted with the dopamine where you're like, this reminds me of when the Facebook was first popping and you'd upload something and people actually saw it and the comments are going crazy. And it's like, man, there's always gonna be a new app. So I, that's, that's the obstacle for me. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it, it'll always go back to Chingobling.com and the newsletter so that you can always be up to date directly from the source. Not hoping that an app or an algorithm lets you see what's going on.
0: Yeah. And I, I really appreciate this podcast because it's one of the few things that has been consistent. You know what I'm saying? Consistently yeah. managed and run to where it's like, no, we get in, we record, it gets uploaded, we knock it out. And we're on to the next and boom and boom. And, and it's a machine and it's a system for, you know, it, episode 100 um, feedback at the shows. I am on tour. Um, if I could just get that same consistency, you know, in all other aspects, it's like, no, yo, your YouTube is great or or whatever it may be like, yo, you're putting out songs all the time. They're really funny and great and this and that. So we're going to figure it out. I'm, I'm going to have to make Rob music manager. Yeah, let's do it. Um, all right, what where, is that where are you going to next? We are headed to Irvine, California, November third. What what is that comment? Looking forward to seeing you in Irvine. For sure, Irene three one zero commented on the Patreon. Shout out! That's your next stop next week, right? Yeah. So this weekend, it's super after my wife's birthday, but um, we got to get a little getaway. Like we just been going. It, any getaway was always like with the kids, going to do a show. We're going to San Antonio, going to Addison, and it's like, happy birthday, but we'll get to that later. Let's get into that Chingo Chats. Let's get into Chingo Chats. All right, thank you guys. That was episode 100. Keep your head up. Talk to you soon. Sass.